Are you trying to stay up to date on crypto events? Well, you're in luck because we have another crypto current for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are bringing you this week's episode of Cryptocurrents, where we cover all things current events considering or concerning blockchain and cryptocurrency. And across from the table, I have our blockchain and cryptocurrency expert, Crypto Corey. How are you doing, Crypto Corey? Hey, I'm doing really well. Happy to be back uh, on the microphone after a long weekend. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who may not know, it was Labor Day weekend. Um, here in the United States, that's a holiday we get off. Yeah. It's like a Monday holiday, right? Yeah. So to honor laboring, we take the day off. Yes. Uh, what, what did you do? You said it was a long weekend. Did you just... Went to the yeah. lake. Okay. Went to the lake. Did some boating. All right. Lost my glasses. Oh. They're at the bottom of the lake. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm blind. <laughs> All right. Well, if this podcast sounds kind of funny, it's because Crypto Corey is blind. He, he cannot read he the cannot read the script. The script on the computer. There is no script. We're always off script. We are. That's fair. We we have a skeleton of a script. All right. Well, well let's talk about uh, the current events that we want to cover so first up, we're going to talk, be talking about um, Vitalik Buterin. He's a guy that we've mentioned many times. The For those of you who may not be familiar with him, he started Ethereum. Co- co-creator. He co-created Ethereum, which is a pretty big deal. Who's the other guy? I don't know. That, that's a good question. No one ever talks about the other guy. Uh, it's always uh, Vitalik is like the, the face and the voice of uh, Ethereum, but... Uh, uh, he was the co-creator. I. It's just funny. I, I. I saw a picture of him, and he just looks Ga- like a Gavin guy. Wood. Gavin Wood. When was the last time you heard about Gavin Wood? Never heard the name. Never before. in the news. I'm, I mean, I'm sure in in the Ethereum circles, he's probably pretty big. Uh, yeah, a, a revered uh, hero. But no, Vitalik takes the spotlight, and he's such a beautiful person. <laughs> like physically or personality wise. <laughs> No, I I mean I I don't know how he looks. Um personally I, you know, I'm sure he to many of the women he's a handsome man. He just always seems like he's never combed his hair or ironed his clothes. Um I think he's just your typical young billionaire walking around just without a care in the world. I mean, why who if you're worth as much as he's worth, do you really need to comb your hair? I mean, I you I don't have any hair, so I can't I can't relate. You don't, but at the same time there's nothing wrong with like looking presentable. Like I have nothing against wearing normal, like middle class people clothes as they usually do. Like Mark Zuckerberg or Adam Sandler comes to mind. They just wear Walmart pants. It looks like there's nothing I, wrong with that. But I feel like Vitalik looks like he shops at Walmart. I'm, and there's nothing. And there's wrong not with that. wrong there's with Walmart. Wrong We're not knocking I have Walmart. A lot of clothes from Walmart, but. <laughs> At least comb your hair, you know? All like, right, look. we're, we're going to get in trouble with Ethereum. We've already got the Bitcoin community mad at us. I mean, I'm sure they put out uh, uh, hits on us uh, because we're, we're anti-maxis. Um, um, even though we love Bitcoin, and we've said that millions of times, um, but we still, we don't align with the maxis. And now we're going to have the Ethereum maxis after us because we've, we've attacked their sacred cow. Well, if you don't hear from us in two weeks, then... You'll know what happened. You'll know what happened. 
All right. Well, let's let's talk about this story. Uh, so v- Vitalik Buterin, he met with a um, it was a professor, right? Noah Smith. He was he was an economics author, and he did an interview with him. So it was really interesting. He, Vitalik, he's saying that Bitcoin is not succeeding at getting the level of fee revenue required to secure what could be a multi-trillion dollar system. So can you break that down and explain what he's talking about? And yeah, so it's, um, I would be lying if I, if I didn't say that this wasn't a, a concern of mine, although I, my, my concern is slight. I think, I think that uh, Bitcoin will evolve to do whatever it needs to do to, to stay alive. It's just not going to, it's not going to die. There's billions of dollars that have been put into machines and mining and, and uh, it's, it's here to stay. But what he's saying essentially is when you get done mining the Bitcoin, you will only be paid in fees. Like once, once there's no more Bitcoin to be mined, you in like 24, you had in 2140, 2140. Okay. So long after we're all gone, 120 years. Yeah. So in 120 years, Vitalik is worried that Bitcoin might fail. So, um, I say let's let's go the next fifty years and then. Well, uh, I mean, there's there's whole nations that have lasted less, right? Yeah, I. I uh, mean, the United States is only what two hundred two hundred something years old. I have two hundred thirty two. I'd have to do the math real 1776, quick. Seventeen seventy six, twenty twenty two minus seventeen seventy six. I don't know. You what can do the math in your in your head on the fly, but um, but he, he's worried that once once it gets to the point where it's just taking in fees, then um, it will be. You, you won't have enough interest in it to secure the network. And then uh, basically the hash rate will, will drop off. So are you, 246 for those of you who are worried about how old the United States is. Um, uh, our executive producer will double check these numbers. And if we are wrong, he will edit it. So if his voice suddenly breaks in and, and says 242, that's him correcting us uh, post-production. Um, but, but no, he, he's worried that there won't be enough uh, interest in it. And, and I have thought about this too, that, okay, you know, we're, we're in the year 2140. Will it be profitable enough to continue to secure the network with who knows how many bazillion gigajillion, uh, hash rate that they'll have at, at that point in time? And the answer is yes, the, it will, it will adapt to require the fees to, um, allow it to continue to operate. Um, there, there will become some sort of equilibrium. That's the the wonder of a truly, truly free market where no government is interfering and, and setting price controls or, or, or forcing a minimum price or, or a maximum price. Um, and, and again, it's, we don't have to worry about it till the year 2140. But, but let's go back to um, if he's saying, okay, well, when it gets down to, uh, because the next halving, what will it be? It'll be 3.125 uh, Bitcoin per block and then half of that and then half of that will it be enough to to justify the cost well yeah look at the price of bitcoin now as compared to those who were mining it back when it was $600 and and the blockchain rewards were you know 25 bitcoin or, or something around there um the the smaller the amount of bitcoin that's rewarded um at that point in time bitcoin will be worth a lot more than it is today so even when the blocks have um, immediately when that takes place, there, there's a hit, but over time, Bitcoin tends to go up quite a bit to, to make up that difference. 
And that's why a lot of people, including myself, have looked at the at the having events as a, an event that will eventually drive up the price of Bitcoin. Although others, including myself, um, predicted that Bitcoin would hit 100,000. After this last halving, we were dead wrong. Um, the highest it got to was 60,000. Um, and I've said this before, I, I thought it was going to 100 before the end of the year. And um, we're now nine months past that. And it, it's actually pretty low right now, around 20,000. But having said that, I have no, there's no question in my mind, uh, no, no fear, no worry about my Bitcoin holdings. I fully expect it to um, reclaim its all-time high and go much, much more uh, beyond that. Um, you know, this is a cryptocurrency. We have other stories to cover. I, I'll just point out, um, if you let, listen to the next couple of cryptocurrencies as we go through what's going on in the world, I think you'll see that there is a case for Bitcoin and for um, money that is not uh, governed by the state or manipulated by the state. Let's let's put it that way, and that's why I think eventually Bitcoin will will win out. And and that Vitalik, although I respect him a lot, and I love the Ethereum platform, um, I still think Ethereum uh, right now, in my opinion, uh, is is a better investment than Bitcoin in terms of return. But long term, my money is eventually going into Bitcoin. It's plain and simple. But short term, I, I expect uh, Ethereum to outperform. Uh, Bitcoin. And I think there's evidence that it has been outperforming it recently and um, will continue to do so. So, so well, let's move on to our next story then. Good, wise words. All right. So, um, we have a cool or a, at least an interesting story. So, 5,000 Bitcoin have just been moved. Correct? Yeah. That Gordon, the article, they out of a wallet that hasn't been. That has been dormant for nine years. Yes. They, the, the article says the Bitcoin woke up. Yeah. Has been sleeping for nine years and now it's well, awake. That's a pretty big deal. It is. 5,000 Bitcoin, that's... That's a lot that's of Bitcoin. Not, that's not chump change. No, it's not. But I mean, if, if you compare it to the total amount of Bitcoin that's traded in a, in a day, in, in a week, in a month, it's it's really not... It's not that much. There's been a lot of fear that once the uh, Bitcoin... And I can't remember off the top of my head how many Bitcoin there are... That will soon be given out to, um, you know, payback people who who had assets lost in in the Mt. Gox hack. Um, that when this Bitcoin comes out, it will uh, tank the price of Bitcoin. And in all fairness, there there might be a short term uh, price drop on Bitcoin because of this, I, but I don't think so. And the reason why I don't think so is because Bitcoin's down pretty low. Um, I I think that the markets. And the economy is going to affect the price of Bitcoin far more than than just this, you know, extra supply of Bitcoin. I think I think the market will absorb it, uh, particularly if the price goes down. I think it'll absor- it'll be absorbed even quicker. Um, we are seeing the opposite of fear in this market as we see institutions continue to take on clients and build out their crypto products and uh, work with custodians to to uh, safeguard uh, their their clients' crypto. Um, it you know. Big institutions believe that crypto is here to stay, and I think that there's an appetite to to um, eat up this supply, especially if it drives the price down. Um, it, it will be short lived. That's that's crypto Corey's opinion. Um, we forgot to state that this is not financial advice. If you go out and throw your life savings into Bitcoin, shame on you. Um, even I, who am a, a firm believer in Bitcoin and Ethereum, um, I do not have my life savings in uh, either one of those. Um, they do make up a substantial por- portfolio uh, 
that I have, you know, set aside for for retirement, but they do not. Um, I am not banking on this needing to happen for me to be able to to retire. And neither should you. Yeah. Don't spend money you don't have or can't or can't afford to lose or can't afford to lose. So who do you think is moving this Bitcoin? Why was it sleeping? So, so the wallet, the wallet was associated with Mt. Gox. So I think that they're just um, preparing to to transfer it oh, to okay. break it up and transfer it to the the owners. So nothing. Yeah, it's it, this nothing is fun. You don't want to. No, this Tashi is isn't coming out of hiding. No, th- this is this is much ado about nothing. Uh, funny enough, I listened to um, a podcast. I can't remember the, the name of it. Uh, about someone was interviewing someone who wrote a book on who Satoshi was and. And his explanation was that this guy was Satoshi, um, and based on circumstantial evidence, he felt that he was Satoshi, and that he told him he couldn't move the Bitcoin because he lost his keys, um, and he said he's very embarrassed about it. So that's why he went into hiding. I, I don't know if I believe that. I don't. Not for not for a second. Probably hasn't memorized if anything. Well, um, I well I, I will say this. You know, we're looking at Bitcoin from our modern point of view of what its price is today but if you go back in time to when um it was created it was just created it it was nothing um it took ten thousand bitcoin to buy two pizzas so you know it's very easy that possibly he could have created a bunch of wallets and this one had a bunch of bitcoin going into it and for some reason a hard drive crashed or something and he didn't save it because it was just you know something that was fresh in the making and really wasn't um something that he expected would be, you know, twenty, thirty thousand uh, dollars a coin. So I don't know. I I still don't. I still don't believe it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our next story: Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum technical analysis. So Ethereum is above sixteen hundred, as, and this is in quotes, Bellatrix hard fork commences. So this is, uh part of the process of moving from proof of work to proof of stake in with ethereum correct yes okay so why is this big news other than ethereum is is you know up a little bit yeah so it's interesting because um as crypto has been sliding and uh, there was a a brief rally and and many of the analysts said hey this rally is going to be short-lived we're going into uh september uh, September's historically always been a bad month for crypto. Um, we're seeing the dollar uh, getting stronger, which has uh, historically been bad for crypto. And we've seen the uh, uh, stock market begin to decline and looks like it will continue to decline, which has historically been bad for crypto. So we basically have a lot of headwinds that we're going into, a lot of bearish sentiment out there. Um, so there, there is the general feeling that crypto has another 15% to 30% to as much as 80%, depending on who you talk to. Um, the general consensus is that crypto is going to go down. Um, I don't think 80%. Um, I think 30% is reasonable because we've seen it go down quite a bit and then come back quite a bit. And everyone kind of forgets that it was down once it goes back up because everyone gets so excited and, and starts, starts the buying frenzy. Um, so yeah, I, I think that there could easily be a 30% and we might see, uh, Bitcoin get as low as, you know, 14 or $15,000. Um, I, it would be a great buying opportunity for me at that point, regardless of how much more I thought it might drop, I would start buying, 
uh, Bitcoin heavily. Um, I've actually got orders in on Ethereum at a thousand dollars. I will buy as much of it as as I can tolerate at a thousand and keep buying even if it goes down. Um, so, anyways, long, I'm getting long winded here. As as crypto has been um, been going down a little bit, we've seen Ethereum uh, kind of remain a little bit strong. Uh, it seems to be a little bit stronger than some of the other cryptos, and I think that that's because of the excitement around this hard fork um, that's taking place, the, the Bellatrix hard fork, which is preparing it for uh, proof of stake. And I think that there's just um, a lot of people have said, well, that that news is already baked into the price. I, I don't quite think that that's true. I think that that's uh, holding it at, at around the $1,600 level. So it it remains to be seen if it will if it will drop after the hard fork t- takes place um, or if it will continue to hold. So that was a long winded answer. I don't know if it if it answered your question, Josh. I, I don't even remember what my question. Yeah, was. I know. We I talked so long that we both forgot. Well, it was good. It's good. Our eight content. listeners probably fell that's, asleep. That's what now. our eight listeners are here for. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this week's crypto current. Thank you for tuning in once again. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Instagram and on Twitter at the underscore cryptocracy on Twitter and at the cryptocracy on Instagram. And if you haven't already, give us a rating and review and share us with your family and friends who may or may not be interested in blockchain and cryptocurrency and stay cryptic. Cryptic.